Welcome to A Thousand Tiny Lights, the podcast that celebrates finding joy amongst the small things, discovering the magic that hides in the mundane, and that invites you to go on an adventure right here in your daily life. My name is Anna, and I'm so glad you are here. Tell me, are there dandelions where you live? I hope there are. That bright, buttery yellow is just such a joy to behold at this season. And they are such bold, strong, resilient flowers too. In German, their name is Löwenzahn, lion's tooth. And because I love words and I get curious about them, I looked up where the name dandelion comes from. I mean, it has lion in its name too, right? And yes, the etymology websites tell me that in the 14th century, dandelion was spelled dent de lion, French for teeth of the lion. And through the centuries, it became dandelion. Fun, right? If you can't picture a dandelion right now, the reference to the teeth is because of the leaf's shape, which has a serrated edge and could very well be the jawline of a toothy animal. But I like to think that it's also because of sturdy little dandelion's proud yellow mane. Have you ever tasted it? I didn't grow up eating foraged food, but I've always been so intrigued by all the things that grow wild and can be eaten and often taste so good and they're so healthy. We just created this stupid system that tells us that if something is free, it can't be good for us. If it's wild, It needs to be contained and cultivated and streamlined and packaged and yeah. Forged food is definitely something I'm interested in. And dandelion actually tastes really good. It's also full of vitamins from the top of its bright head down to the roots. Every part is edible and good for you. I've been experimenting with them a bit, just a bit. And I'm really enjoying that experience. Of course, living in a small village, I have much easier access to them than someone living in a city, where they grow as well, famously breaking through concrete and forcing its glorious, stubborn presence into the most curated and covered over spaces. But they often also grow along the dog walk path, which might not be exactly what you want to eat. While researching dandelions, I came across so many interesting things. Dandelions appear in Greek as well as Celtic mythology, and they've long been used as a tool for divination, blowing on the seed heads to see how many seeds would stay clinging on was supposed to answer a variety of questions, depending on the region the tradition came from, from telling you how many children you would have to answering how many years longer you had to live. I didn't know these traditions before, but I do remember the childhood joy of blowing hard on the seed heads and seeing the little parachutes fly away on the wind. I also happened to come across a traditional Sufi story about the clever Nasruddin and his advice to someone consulting him about dandelions. Here it is. A troubled man went to Mullah Nasruddin for some advice. Mullah. I am fond of roses and I've been trying to grow a rose garden. But all the rose bushes I plant just wither and die. 
the only flower that does grow are common dandelions. They're everywhere and I just can't get rid of them. What can I do? The mullah thought for a while. Why don't you begin your garden all over again? I've tried that. I replanted my garden from scratch, but the dandelions just keep growing back again. Mullah Nasruddin pondered the options. You won't appreciate this, but my advice would be to move house, go to another city, to where roses will grow better. Oh no, I can't move house, that would be very inconvenient. Do you not have another answer for me? Well, said the mullah gravely, this is really the last resort then. I don't see what else can be done. You will not like my answer, but it is the only solution. I'm afraid you will just have to learn to love dandelions. <laughs> what a wonderful story. <laughs> Even though I've always appreciated the little meadow lions, after learning so much about them, I have certainly learned to love them more than before as well. And I'm going to continue my exploration of foraging them for nourishment and for medicine. Are you interested in foraging wild plants? You know, no matter if you are or not, I bet there's something, something that you've been meaning to try in the food area, right? That funky looking fruit in the supermarket that you've been eyeing for months now and haven't bought because you don't quite know what it is or how it's supposed to be eaten. Or the vegetable that you have eaten before but never prepared yourself and you don't know how to. Or maybe it's a spice or a herb that you're interested in. Or maybe, like me, you are really interested in foraging food. Whatever it is, this is your invitation to this week's adventure. Let's eat one new thing this week. Just one. A new recipe, a new meal, a new ingredient. Let's honor spring and her energy and new plants appearing everywhere right now by nourishing our bodies with a new experience. If you choose to accept this invitation, I would so love to hear what you've tried and how you liked it. Let me know in the comments on Substack, the link is in the show notes, or on Instagram, where you can find me at a thousand tiny lights.podcast. I would also appreciate all the dandelion photos if you want to share. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate your time. Stay curious and tend to the tiny lights inside you. I'm sending you so much love. Bye. See you next week.